Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us. You can ask questions about the stories. You can submit your own fan art and we can all go like, oh my God, I can't believe they made it look so cool or whatever we say. And then also uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Last time on Dust World Neon City. Hunter Kincaid and Ziggy were both smacked or wrapped up by giant land squid tentacles. I think inside they hear the horrified screeches of men being suffocated by tentacles. So uh, I think as you put your hand out, Grin's mouth kind of moves. And as we've sort of established, he just kind of spits out all these little eggs and they turn into little Grinlings and then they just crawl (laughs) off. Kaiser is sitting and he's within reach of that button. Um, But it relays, uh, Grin is like, oh, he's got a panic button under his desk so be aware of that is there any way you could disable it it's possible these little guys are a bit harder to control all right i've infiltrated the room do you need me to do anything we got to get him away from that desk because there's a lockdown button on the bottom of that desk and we don't want him to push it so i'm sending grin in there Okay, I can't really do anything right now because there's a side shield. What? 
if you can turn off there's a shield, as I suspected, uh, around this entire room that's basically um, shielding me from seeing anything. So, um, if you can turn that off, I can start having some real fun. Yeah, so you fling this, Potter, and it explodes on him. Um, dirt kind of covers him. It causes his uh, hood to, to roll back and uh, and some of his like the cloak to kind of open up. You immediately see like a very large uh, pumpkin sized metal ball with these spikes on it uh, attached to one of his arms and his face is very familiar. And then you just hear these words. Wrecking ball. Hello, I'm Paul Purnell, the DM of Dustworld Neon City, an actual play podcast where we use a game, Dustworld RPG, powered by the apocalypse, to tell an awesome narrative story. Roll the intro. Welcome to Neon City. It's crazy here. I'm telling you what, we got the smog's gonna choke you out, have our cars flying at 100 miles an hour. We got radioactive light of the spires cooking your brains. We got the cutters, the slices, the mechs. And look at this guy. We got the psychomancer, Clarence Wells. He's a pit fighter amnesiac with the power to crush you with his single thought. We got over here, Dr. Andrew Miller, the philanthropist doctor who's gonna help you out. You just come to his door with your scraped knee, he gets you sorted, but secretly he's got inside of him a parasite that wants to eat you. And over here we got his right hand man, Silent Monday. Dude don't talk, but he's got an LCD suit that pops up his thoughts with emojis and text. And he's got a sword that can cut through just about anything. And if that sounds like your cup of tea, well then you in the right place. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Dust World Neon City. So standing across from you in the entryway of this swanky subterranean office is a nine foot tall hulking man with a watermelon sized steel ball at the end of his arm covered in spikes. He called out one word as you hit him with this 500 pound potter that broke open on top of his body causing him to step back and stumble, revealing his face, all gnarled and added with cybernetics implanted, uh, a large rotating red eye lens that seems to be tracking all over the room and looking for where this attack came from. It seems that he doesn't have a problem seeing through this hologram to where Clarence's body is, and where Miller is, because a second after he gets hit, he locks in on that position. But something seems to be kind of slowing him down. So Cliffa, Ziggy, and Kincaid, you see this hulking man in a cloak get smashed, and all of a sudden pieces of this ceramic pot and just so much soil come raining down on top of you. What are you guys doing? Have we come in at the wrong time? I don't like this. Yeah, I think we best be getting out of here, mates. Agreed. Wrong room. Sorry to bother you. Ta-ta. See ya. So you, you just back right back into the elevator? Yeah, do the Homer Simpson thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Like, like into the bush. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So you guys get back. Like, <laughs> I wonder if the elevator door's still open. <laughs> it's like you're like turn around and like start hitting the bo- door button frantically, button like hoping it opens up. <laughs> um, I figure Thanks. there's only one elevator to this room, and it's probably like not trafficked frequently so it's probably still right there and opens up with no problem you guys get back in the elevator elevator music plays so where to now uh Kincaid you're the one that has the uh, map of this place yeah oh yeah yeah right I'm sorry uh Is there any way to get in from above there is there would you like to find out Yes. There's a couple ways you could figure that out. You could tell of legends to consult your accumulated knowledge. Uh, You could scrounge, and this would basically be what information you were able to get beforehand. Um, Or you could try hack it, fix it, and wreck it to gain access to the map like feed live. I think that it would make sense for... Uh, Kincaid to hack it so okay. he's going to access the building's network um, you you see he, he kind of like he kind of like starts staring into space and he says hang on just a second I think I can hack it and he's gonna do that thing and 11 when you hack it fix it or wreck it say what you're trying to do roll plus brains on a 10 plus, you do what you're trying to do. So you hack into this system with no problem. Um, so you're trying to retrieve like a schematic. Yes. What I'd like to imagine is that he's got like a heads up display with like a tactical feed of the building. And, you know, maybe um, the his destination appears as like an arrow, like on a video game. <laughs> nice towards his next objective he says all right i've got this so uh which which floor will they need to get off on uh so there are no other floors accessible from this elevator it's specifically for the penthouse uh in bunny quotes um but you do see that there is a maintenance shaft above the elevator so if you were to go out the roof of the elevator you could kind of crawl through this maintenance shaft above the room. Okay, so we would need to get on top of the elevator. Yep. Kincaid, without saying a word, pulls out his pistol and just starts firing it into a into the air, and the, the noise is deafening in the enclosed space. <laughs> and then he blows out the smoke on his gun and does a little and definitely spin. the like lid just falls onto the floor in front of yeah. you guys <laughs> and he, he looks at his friends gives them a, a nod and climbs up yet another diversion i'm getting a little bit tired of these right let's get up here for uh and thanks for the help there blinky blinky <laughs> never mind let's get let's just get on with this all right all right, he uh, he's gonna get on the roof, kind of steadying himself. He's really heavy, uh, with all of his cyborg parts. So, um, 
do they need to climb the uh the cable attached to the elevator to, to access this i don't think so you're basically at the top of this elevator shaft and so you just have okay. to climb up a little ways into like a probably five foot tall sort of tube with a bunch of uh, wires and like conduits and liquid pipes and ventilation all going through it. Okay. Literally just a maintenance shaft. Okay. Um, then he'll go first. He'll climb on up and uh, help his friends into the maintenance shaft. Okay. Yeah, you guys start crawling up into this uh, Jeffrey's tubes uh, maintenance shaft thing. While that's happening, we're going to cut back to Clarence Miller and Silent Monday. Uh, Silent Monday, you are still hiding behind a colonnade. You had quickly uh, swung your staff out and knocked Kaiser Rex unconscious. He's still drooling into the carpet, as well as Becker, his assistant, who is also unconscious thanks to Clarence Wells. And Miller was healing himself after uh, his parasite exploded. So Grin's uh, large sort of Grin external form, uh, not quite a Grinling because those are little tiny things, more like he was like the Grin dog. Well, I guess he was still octopus-like because he came down from the ceiling, if I remember correctly. But he killed himself like uh well sacrificed himself to turn off the side dampening field in the office uh which is still off so what are you guys doing so clarence you just chucked a giant vase at this hulking mass and realized it was wrecking ball and you were basically just saying how annoyed you are at rex for doing such a thing Seeing this situation accelerate, I get a psychic link with everybody and start letting them know my thoughts. Cool. I, I can't believe this. Is Doc in the room with Wrecking Ball along with Silent Monday? So Doc is on the outside of the hologram. He's with Clarence's body. So right. basically the way that this room is set up, there is an outer section that's all maintenance stuff there's a hologram that looks like a beautiful city skyline well i guess kind of like this city so maybe not totally beautiful but like a city skyline mm. and then there's the inner posh section uh there's even like fans and stuff to create like breezes as if there's this like balcony has like an actual view um you are on the outside of this still basically in the maintenance hallway between you and the interior is a laser grid that you don't know is there, but you watched Silent Monday do a bunch of like crazy flips and stuff. So you assume something is up. Um, and Clarence is out of his body. Monday is on the other side of the hologram. Okay. Doc is going to sit tight. Um, and he, can he think to Clarence now? Yes. Okay. Uh, Doc says, try and lead him this way. Maybe we can get him to stumble into this here laser grid. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. Get him close to my inert body. Well, I'll, I'll protect you. I'm a doctor. Uh, I hope you do a better job protecting me than you did clear. 
You know what? That really hurts, Clarence. It's not completely necessary you bring that up. My body is at stake here. Whatever, sure. Fine, fine, fine. And you do notice he is looking in the direction of Doc Miller and your body, Clarence. Hey, I've got good news for you. I don't have to do shit. He's going to come for you. Get excited. Doc is like uh, getting kind of agitated. He picks up Clarence and he's going to start to like facing the creature or, you know, wrecking ball or what was once wrecking ball. He's going to start like slowly backing up like uh, Clarence, you know, just in case this don't work out. Uh, um, do you have any other plan B's or anything like that? Monday, you get you got an idea because, you know, he's looking right at me. I mean, he's not looking at me. I think Monday's going to take that as an opening to attack him while his back's turned. Uh, his back isn't turned to you. You're still in front of him. But also, Miller, this is probably the first time you've ever heard Monday's voice. That's right. So so it didn't register with Miller. It took a moment. He's like, huh. That's what, all right, all right, cool. Well, you know, anytime you want to talk to me outside of Is there something wrong, Miller? You seem concerned. No, no, nothing wrong. There is, in fact, something incredibly wrong. You do realize this. There's, there's a man called Wrecking Ball in a very small room. Have you ever seen a bull in a china shop? Neither have I. I don't even know what a bull is, but more importantly... I don't want to find out. I hear it's very bad. I'm going to start running now. Monday, try and get him towards the laser grid if you can. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to protect my ass. All right. Doc just starts running, carrying Clarence's body. He's going to get the hell out of there. So, uh, Silent Monday, you're moving towards, towards him. That's your plan? Well, that's your, that's your great plan. Yes, that is totally the greatest plan of all. Okay, I'm going to assume Monday doesn't know about... He knows the laser locations, but he doesn't know what they're going to do, so... Uh, right. I'm going to say Monday is going to charge like he's about to slash, but at the last minute he's going to stop. And instead he's going to basically Schwartz wave him and then run away. Okay, that sounds like a cool idea. Um, go ahead and roll uh, face danger. So yeah, Monday darts towards this guy. Um, I don't think Monday or Clarence... Well, you know, Clarence, if you want, you could roll a uh, survey your surroundings to see if you noticed um, the other people coming in uh, the elevator sure. after. Um, oh, hey, that's nice. Um, oh, oh, nice. I did. That is a 12. It's yeah, a... you got a 12. So what question would you like? Questions? What is of use or valuable be to be here? And what here is not what it appears to be. I don't think we're escaping. We're well, no, we are trying to break in. And maybe that'll be my second question. What is my best way to traverse break in? Like, let's get this sh show on the road. Okay. But first, what is of use or valuable to me here? Okay, so uh, as you kind of like start peering around, because you know that this guy... Is he's just not putting off any psi waves. 
but you do see the essence of three like kind of mental basically like you detect mental brain activity waves. brain waves of three individuals and they are like right above you like curiously above you height wise because you're kind of floating in this you know space at least is what i'm imagining uh you know where in between the um the hologram and the maintenance hall because you can kind of see everything from here and uh and so yeah like literally you know like three or four feet above you you sense that there is like somebody up in the ceiling essentially okay i have an idea is there a way for me to drop the ceiling out from underneath them? <laughs> Slowly loosens uh, the screws on the panel. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could just use telekinesis and pull it down with no problem. I think problem. we need a distraction. I'm Clarence. <laughs> oh god. I love this idea. Um 11. Oh my god. Mm. I'm Clarence. Oh, <laughs> I got an 11. Hello. What is with your rules um, tonight? Okay. So hold on that because Silent Monday was already like moving in as you're starting to pull the ceiling down. Uh, Monday, did you roll your face danger? I was wondering if he, Clarence was going to forward the survey uh, surroundings thing to see if it might help out there and grant a bonus. Oh, okay. That's what I was waiting on. Yeah. So, Clarence, do you tell anybody this before uh, you do this, or you're just like kind of impulsively getting it done? Uh, no, I think I might give a really quick, like, quick heads up. There seems to be three people above. Oh. I don't know who they are, but I say let's make it a party. I agree. I'll try and bring them <laughs> here. And then I start awesome. uh, doing my action. I like it. Okay, so you get to pick two, uh, their holds, and what are you going to pick? Find control over something, and, um, well, I guess I don't take arm, but I already don't take arm. Um, Lift or fling something large? You're just, like, lifting, but in this case, pulling down the panel, like, the ceiling panels? Yes. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> We cut into the hallway where Cliffa, um, Ziggy, and Kincaid are making their way through these tunnels, trying to get above uh, this vault, right? Um, Kincaid, you're first because you were climbing ahead of everyone. What's the order of the other two? I think I'm at the back. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Cliffa is at the back, Kincaid is at the front, and Ziggy's in the middle. A Ziggy sandwich. Stuck in the um, with you. <laughs> uh, as you three are crawling through this tunnel, you hear the sound of cracking coming from underneath your feet. What do you guys do? Um, what um, Kincaid is going to do is he's going to crawl forward so that because he weighs a lot. Okay, you're going to try and, like, spring forward? Wait, Kincaid, I told you not to have an extra sandwich. <laughs> I don't think you have time to say that, but... Uh, I was eating my feelings. Yeah, sure. It's Ziggy, he has time to mouth off. 
<laughs> I think he's saying that as he's falling. <laughs> it's just like, I told you not to eat that second sandwich. Uh, I think he's going to roll the try. He's uh, not going to necessarily stop himself from falling, but he's going to try and not hit his head, basically. Okay, you're just going to try and, like, can, uh, control your fall. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Cliffa, what are you going to, how are you? Are I'm you going to immediately try and turn into a mist form. Okay. Cliffa, you, all three of you roll face danger. All right. Okay. That's an 11. Nice. That's a seven for Cliffa. And Kincaid got ten. a 10. Okay. Um, so Kincaid, you managed to jump forward just in time as the floor underneath you gets pulled away. And at the same time, uh, Ziggy, the floor collapses underneath you, but you're quick enough to like kind of bounce off the rubble and do like a cool little flip and land on your feet. Uh, I imagine facing the danger that's actually behind you, uh, which is that the front of wrecking ball still covered in, um, you know, shrapnel from this ceramic potter. And Cliffa, you try, as the ground starts to cave, you try to turn into mist, but you are not quite focused enough. So either you turn into mist, but somehow uh, that will create a complication. You don't turn into mist and hit the ground and take a little damage and then immediately do turn into mist. Um, or you turn into mist uh, part way down, but you attract the attention of Wrecking Ball. Oh, I kind of like that second one, mm -hmm. especially since as I'm following, I say, oh. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love The Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper whoever's running the game the dm so it's really simple you print it out you and your friends and you can create mayhem for christmas or you can save it it's up to you but we just released it so if you're interested in getting that just head on over to our website and click the download link so that's all for now i hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it so back to the show play on Bye. Yeah, as you fall, you you're like basically right eye line in front of him, and you're a pretty large woman, right? That's what we established, like taller. Um, yes. And so there's this like six five woman like falling in kind of a nice dress, right? Yes. And like right in front of him, and then poof, you just evaporate into this mist that is now kind of like filling the room and he's just like totally dumbfounded and like looking all over and kind of like seeing the mist. And I think uh, somehow you can't tell, but he's sort of like tracking. It feels like he's still looking at you, even though you're missed and you're kind of like moving around. Um, Ziggy, you land 
and you land in like, you know, uh, well, you can describe how you land and you're facing uh, Wrecking Ball. Okay, uh, Ziggy is going to land properly, but he's going to act like he flopped over the moment he's got himself kind of balanced. And okay. he's going to seal two of his life force to make himself wounded. And he's going to flop over like he's been badly hurt or killed. So, yeah. So you absorb life force into a mark on your body. What is the mark? Uh, I'm going to say it's just a it's a very technical looking uh, symbol on his stomach. Um, it's kind of the device that lets him transform, basically. OK, so his transformation from wolf to human comes from some sort of cybernetic. Yeah, some sort of device that shows up on his stomach, typically. Uh, very Tron looking, very digital. Neat. I like it. Um, OK, so you now have four life force in there. Yeah. OK, yeah. So you're laying on the floor as you're laying there. You see Cliffa falling behind you and then disperse in a mist. Uh, she fills the room and. Uh, what's I think the funniest now is let's get the reaction of the crew. So uh, I think Miller, you kind of like started making your way away from sort of like open area, but I think you could still see this and heard uh, Clarence. So you see these people falling through as well as uh, Silent Monday and obviously Clarence. So Clarence, you still have one hold, right? Mm -hmm. For your, you know, I don't want to put any thoughts in your head, but you might want to check out the thoughts in their head, possibly. I Yeah, actually, he would need to do a little bit of detectiving. All right, I'll do that. I so guess you have one hold from survey your surroundings and you can use yeah. that to survey their mental. Yes, I will survey their mind. OK, who are you targeting? Honestly, I'm probably targeting Cliffa. Uh, because the one, well, she disappeared. I don't know that you because she is doing the most weird stuff. Totally. And I think, uh, you know, it sets a precedent that, you know, even if you're in like an invulnerable form, just like you, you could still be hit by psychic attacks or have your mind read while you're in thought form or in certainly, certainly. So. Um, so I read her thoughts, which are shit, shit, shit. Shit! 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 Uh, what question are you trying to figure out? What here is not what it appears to be. I think I'm going to change tax and go to that. Okay. Uh, I think immediately, like, as you're, you're hearing her say, you know, shit, 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 whatever. You also uh, glean that they, like, immediately you see in your mind the image of the con container, the canister that you're after. Uh, hey guys, we might have competition. Uh, Monday, you need to start breaking into the vault. I'll try and keep numbnuts here, distracted with our new friends who are not our friends. But I think we, we've got to get to breaking in sooner rather than later. We're on a time limit now. I'm going to say at this Monday is just going to kind of try and cutting it open. Kind of mid uh, pull uh, the bottle. 
So you would be like right in line of sight of Wrecking Ball and also right behind Ziggy. Would you do that anyway? Yeah, I'm going to say that uh, with Ziggy, I'm going to say with them falling, that's got Wrecking Ball looking in that direction, right? Well, so Wrecking Ball is standing in like the entryway to this whole room. Okay. There's a few colonnades. Uh, the room kind of opens circularly and to the right side, if you're entering from where Wrecking Ball is, is just like the, the row of like cabinets and the drink bars and things like that. Uh, right in front of Wrecking Ball, like maybe five feet. So sort of like in the middle of the room, maybe even landing on a couch is Ziggy. Um, you are on the left side, like straight back is the big, beautiful desk. If you go past the desk, there's an open balcony. Um, and you are behind a colonnade that's on the left of the desk, like probably like five feet away from the desk. So you would have to cross eye view to right. get in there. Yeah, exactly. Which means I need to get dude. Um, you do more. have one more hold uh, uh, for telekinesis as well. Yeah, I think I'm going. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and pull. What's his name a little bit forward? I, I realize I probably need a bigger uh, role to outright just start dragging him around, but maybe like a tug forward. I have sanity points too. You're trying to just move Wrecking Ball forward? Yeah. Okay. Okay, then I just tug him by his collar and try and get him to move forward. His collar? Like his uh, his cloak is just starting to pull him forward? Yeah. Uh, okay, and sure. while this is going um, on, Monday is going to quickly bolt up to the couch where Ziggy is currently laying, and he's going to use a wave to launch the couch into uh, Wrecking Ball. And send him towards <laughs> Clarence Miller. <laughs> okay, I love Very it. Good. And then this is, uh, did you already roll your face danger for I that? I have not rolled it yet. I've been waiting this whole time. Okay, do it. All right, here we Let's go. See what happens. That is a nine. Okay. So for a nine, uh, you can launch this guy into the air um, and the couch, and it can hit Wrecking Ball, but I think... Wrecking Ball will be more interested on in where it came from than what it what hit him. You can hit Wrecking Ball with this guy, um, but Wrecking Ball will catch him by the throat. Uh, and, you know, obviously with your protect the innocent sort of like uh, what's your your road of redemption? Yeah, this might not be. Uh, redeemed through acts of valor. <laughs> Don't know if it's a very valorous act to... Uh, I know for this, I'm imagining Monday didn't quite see the guy fall on the couch, so he doesn't know. Oh, okay. Uh, also, your drive, do what's right, even if it costs you. Um, not, sure, not sure that this is going to get that. Uh, and then a price to pay would be um, he gets like looks at you like he's focused on you instead of what you're trying to do. It's like a lesser outcome. Like it still distracts him, but now he knows that you're there. Uh, or the worst outcome will be that you fling the couch. It just doesn't go very far. So it doesn't like hit him. It just kind of like slides into him <laughs> annoyingly, uh, which still distracts him. It's just not epic. 
Yeah, let's do the one where he doesn't realize that uh, Ziggy's on the couch and launch uh, Ziggy at him. Okay, so you uh, you like sneak up behind this couch and then just release a wave of Schwartz energy. Um, I believe that costs Schwartz, right? Yeah, one point of key for however much I want to put into it for harm. Uh, definitely he launches him. Uh, it, the couch kind of like smashes him and breaks in half. And his uh, hand that is not like a big wrecking ball catches Ziggy by the throat. How does Ziggy react? Ziggy was not expecting to go flying the moment he hit the couch. Then again, he was also not expecting to fall out of the vent. Even though he kind of half suspected Kincaid being as heavy as he is with cybernetics, this was going to be the outcome anyways. Uh, Ziggy is going to basically eyes kind of pop open and he's going to start clawing at him. Okay. Uh, does he have like claws? Yeah, that's his one of his moves there. Ardent claws. Oh, okay. Are you going to actually attack him? Yeah, so you this roll, is a clash. Uh, okay, roll clash. Oh, 11. So he starts slashing at Wrecking Ball and, uh, and you know, is furiously clawing at his arm, at his, like, torso, and you see, like, his clothes getting ripped up um, and things shredding, but you don't feel that normal sort of gushy, meaty feeling that you normally would. Or what does he do when he sees this guy go flying? He was originally charging towards him after realizing, oh, shit, I just launched a guy, but then he sees him, like, flying him up, so he's kind of, like... Uh, and then he just charges for the, the safe. And there's like a huge sorry on his back as he's running away. <laughs> Over the dragon tattoo, <laughs> the purple dragon. tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> OK, Um. so Miller, you see all of this happen. What the what what's your feelings about this? Well, he's got to protect Clarence. He can't just leave him there. Um, he, does he have any Grinlings around? There are, like, there's the, like, little tiny egg-sized Grinlings, uh, kind of, like, peeking around that you had sent out. Um, what he'd like to do is he's gonna try to attack with the Grinlings, but he's gonna have them try to restrain Wrecking Ball so that Monday can get a solid hit in. Um, one of the abilities Doc has, uh, for his creature is hold them down. So I think this would be a great time to use that. That is both gross and awesome. Uh, yeah, I think I I don't see why that wouldn't work. So, okay. yeah, I think well, your I mean, little we'll <laughs> your little grinlings, you know, are uh, they all start making their way towards uh, <laughs> towards him. I don't think that there's like you know, it's not like Zerglings where they come in like a swarm of thousands. Like there's maybe like 10 of them, you know, they're, yeah, they're not very sounds, many, that um, sounds right. but they, they start crawling up wrecking ball. And, um, since they have organ thief, I'm imagining they, they try to like pierce into him, but don't seem oh, yeah. to be doing much. Um, so they just start like combining and wrapping their tentacles, like around his like arms and trying to like hold him down. Um, go ahead and roll. Uh, face danger. Oh, great. Ow. I got a four. <laughs> okay. You know what? Yeah, let's see how that goes. So uh, make sure you guys mark your experience. 
mm-hmm. you get experience. Um, so yeah, the Grinlings they try to like restrain Wrecking Ball, and uh, and it's funny because you know Ziggy's in his hand, and all of a sudden these like gross boogery tentacle things start wrapping all over him and start pulling his arm down as Ziggy's like clawing at him, and. I think what happens is uh, the Grinlings can't really tell what is Ziggy and what is Wrecking Ball, and they end up wrapping up Ziggy. Oh, uh, no. And and so all of a sudden, Ziggy's arms are getting like pulled down to his side, and he's just kind of like gets encased across his elbows, uh, kind of pinning his arms down. Um, which, like Wrecking Ball, has this stuff on him too, but he easily just tears right out of it. Uh, killing the Grinlings that were on top of him uh, in that way. Uh, but the ones that are on Ziggy are still uh, alive and kicking. Um, yeah, so that's how that goes for you. Clarence, um, you see all this happening. You pulled him. Uh, what do you What do you say about this? Oh, boy. And then I try to float over to where um, Silent Monday is, where he's like bolting towards the safe, right? Yep. Um, and you do kind of see the mental uh, essence of uh, Cliffa kind of like floating around in this mist form, which would probably be a little unnerving to float through. Um, while that's happening, let's cut up into the uh, maintenance tunnel where (laughs) somehow Hunter Kincaid missed all the fun. (laughs) I need a sit rep now. What the hell's going on down there? Uh, I'm going to assume a tentacle like got his mouth there. Sure. I'm coming down there. Um, or, or more he, like you're choking, like. <laughs> Damn it! Spit it out, Ziggy! Spit it out! <laughs> so he. <laughs> okay, Hunter is going to drop down, and he does. How far of a drop is it? Fifteen feet, probably. Oh, okay, cool. Well, he's gonna swing down and do the superhero landing, like on one knee. And he's going to get up, uh, draw his laser rifle. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. Uh, Draw his laser pistol, you know, which kind of warms up with the. And he's going to go to Ziggy's aid immediately. uh, Try to help him out. Okay. Roll face danger to not break your ankles. Oh, yeah. Rough on the knees. Ooh, 13, baby. All right. That's it. Yeah, so I think you like superhero land, do a forward roll and draw your pistol all in the same motion, uh, which, you know, everyone watching feels a sense of respect towards you. Um, well, they should <laughs> go, go ahead and roll a clash. Uh, I'm imagining clash. Are you trying to get Ziggy free or are you trying to wound this uh, cybernetic monstrosity? Well, I feel like he would probably, he sees the creature as a bigger threat right now, so he'll get to Ziggy in a second. But he sees this monster and he's like, all right, I need to take care of that first. Yeah, so Ziggy is being held by the throat up in the air, 
uh, and is his arms are wrapped up by some sort of like pinkish purplish goop. You're not even sure what it is. It looks almost like ropes, but you're not really sure. Well, now then in that case, um, I think it would make more sense for him to save Ziggy. He can, he'll, he'll come back to the creature. What what should I roll for that? I think for that, we'll go ahead with a face danger. Oh, and, and I keep, keep facing that facing danger, it bro. and doing. You just keep conquering that danger, bro. Conquering that danger. <laughs> I got a 10, so. Yeah, nice. Doing all right. Nice 10. Yeah. So uh, how, how are you doing this? You're shooting like. Oh, man. The guy in the arm and then shooting the things on Ziggy, but not hitting Ziggy somehow. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you see. He's, he, you got a trick shot. Down. You know, you're just like. Choo, 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 choo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, He pulls out, you know, he's rolled and in the same motion, he's pulled out his laser rifle and you see like over his eye a little, uh, what do you call that? The little targeting circle? Yep. Uh, appears and it's like calculating the project, the trajectory of the shot and he's going to shoot and it's going to bounce off the wall. Um, It's going to go and free up Ziggy's mouth, it's going to shoot that and it's going to hit the creature all in the same like shot. It's bouncing off the metal walls. Nice. I like it. Okay. So one shot. So you like hit the creature like in the arm, it like bounces off into its stomach, bounces like cuts the, the thing off of Ziggy all in one motion. Exactly. Nice. And then he, 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 he's really fond of this, but he spins his rifle around and blows out the smoke, even though it's a laser weapon and probably does not have any. Yeah, so that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what nice. I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ziggy, you are suddenly freed uh, and hit the floor. Probably you're not used to uh, Hunter being this competent. Uh, what do you say? About bloody time there, mate. I was starting to black out there. I told you I'd be here for you, no matter what, dude. Took you long enough there. Do your incense and all that. Yeah, I brought my incense, but I don't see what that has to do with the situation. I was joking, now, mate. I didn't actually expect you to bring it. <laughs> he, he, like, self-consciously tucks it back into his pocket. <laughs> it's like, there'll <laughs> be time later. He's got one of those utility belts, like cable, and he just taps yes. one of the like little pouches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Cliff, uh, while just this like is happening, himself. what are you doing? I am going to create a creature. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know I have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, Please, for the love of God. Nine. Hmm. So for a nine, you get uh, two perks and one flaw. Obedient and can be dissolved easily. Uh, obedient is probably enough out of those two if you wanted to give it something else. Destructive. Destructive. Okay. Okay. Destructive. And obedient. But also unstable. Uh, unstable is going to be the... Or Explosive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, explosive. That could be fun. Explosive. You make Ziggy yep. cry. Okay, so your uh, your creature doesn't take your desired form, but it is explosive. It is obedient, and it is destructive. Right? Yes. Uh, what was your desired form, and how will I warp it? <laughs> I wanted it to be one of my land squid again, but you know, a mini squid. Okay, so in the air, you start seeing these mist droplets combine together, 
And it happens in an instant, but it's almost like in slow-mo. And I think especially for Clarence, uh, he can feel all of this psi energy like congealing and actually can sort of see it happening. Um, at first, like a single tentacle sort of like sprouts out and then another and another and another. And then the whole body is all formed out of liquid, out of the mist into literally like a solid form of water. Um, not ice, but just like like a almost like a bubble or like a gel pack um, until this really weird long worm is formed with uh, the sort of like the long part of a squid is now the worm body and there's sort of like the little spear at the one end it has eyes on the side and uh right by the mouth is several small tentacles out of its mouth is dripping some sort of uh liquid that is burning the ground good enough sick uh, how does everybody react to this <laughs> craziness? I guess probably only Clarence is watching and maybe Miller. Uh, I think the other two, if I'm imagining it's forming behind them, like in the middle of the room. Uh, it's actually pretty big, too. I want Clarence to roll a total recall. Okay. Be- because uh, summoning creatures should remind him of something. No psychics allowed. Um, what? Did you roll the same thing? Yeah. Both were a seven. Hey, you know, one more seven, and I'm very lucky. Um, Remember something useful for now. Okay. Clarence has a flash, and all of a sudden, um, smells this tinny smell, and he remembers the wind whipping past his face, except it wasn't his face. it It was something else. And he remembers seeing... Uh, Kevin and Gage fighting on this deck and blood forming together and becoming weapons and all of a sudden Ferris this this vampire this creature that was a bane to Clarence existence that had been totally gone from his memories just popped back and he could remember various encounters with this being and remember walking through Clarence, uh, through Ferris's lair and these vats of blood and how they became weapons to be wielded and how he could form it and shape it into whatever form he desired. And all of a sudden he snaps back to reality and knows exactly what is happening with this creature. And then both Silent Monday and Doc Miller hear in their head from Clarence just out of nowhere. Wait a second. Vampires aren't real. So that's it for this episode of Dust World Neon City. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out our mailing list and our website, therpgempire.com, where you can connect with us, get merch, and even download games. Talk to you soon. Remember, play on. <laughs>